Welcome back to Pogu's Den. I am your host, Chanel. Just want to give a warm thank you for all the support, all the feedback, all the views, the listens, however you want to say it. Truly appreciate it. So this week, episode nine. Yes, we are on episode nine. I I I wasn't too sure as to how I would title this episode, but the title of this episode for episode nine is vagina monologue (laughs) so um you know i had a few people you know when i was speaking on you know toxic toxic situations stds sexually transmitted demons some people were like you know you know chanel i think you should speak on um sexually transmitted disease and STIs and what so have you. So today I do want to get into that because that is a um, something that's really common that a lot of females do deal with. They're not open to speak about it. They're only open to speak to their, um, their GYN about it. So um, vagina monologue, right? Let's, let's get into it. You know, males, I do have a few males that are listening to this and obviously most of my audience are females. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of females can relate to what I plan to speak on today. So with vagina monologues, um, you know, a lot of us are sexually active. Some of us aren't, some of us are overly sexually active but who am I to judge with that you're free to do you know with what you're free to do whatever you want to do with your vagina it's not my vagina you know um so there are STDs there are STIs and some people they don't know the difference between them they they kind of intertwine with one another especially if one isn't cured it eventually turns into an STD so and um an STD, we all know, um, is a sexually transmitted disease. An STI is a sexually transmitted infection. So an STD, there's STDs such as um, there's HPV, human papillomas virus. There's herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis is very common. Um, trichinomias. Then again, trichinomias can be actually an STI. Trichinomias, um, HIV, you know, that's the big dog. Um STIs, you know, I did name this trichinomias. We have BV, bacterial vaginosis. That's very common. Very, 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 very common for a lot of females that, um, I think that's actually the most common STI that's been, um, rampant on the rise. Uh, chlamydia, the STD that's been on the rise. I've been seeing a lot of posters about that as well. Trichinomias is, you know, it's, it's an infection that, um, that is on the rise as well. So let's be very clear. Most STDs, STIs, you know, you get them from having sexual contact, whether it's anally, vaginally, orally, you get them. And, um, and obviously it has to be unprotected. Yes. So, um, most STDs, STIs, they are passed from men. Women do not carry STDs, STIs, because our vaginas pretty much clean themselves. So men are the carriers of these STDs, STIs, especially um, men that are pretty much out there. They are definitely the carriers of these, not saying all men, but men that 
obviously are infected. They are the carriers. Women are not the carriers. Women get infected, right? And it's weird to say because it's like, okay, so how does a man get it if he's sleeping with a woman? Yeah, you you sleep with a man. Well, sorry. Whoa. Um, (laughs) However you sleep with each other, men are the carrier of STDs. And that's something that you can research on your own. You should have learned that in junior high school when we had sex ed, you know, health class. Um, that men are the carriers of these um, STDs, SES. Not that I'm putting any men down, but if you happen to get infected, any female, you know that it came from a man. Unless you are, even if you are a promiscuous female, you're out there, still an STD, STI is contracted from a male. Just putting that out there. So, um, our vaginas, they're very sensitive. They're very sensitive to anything. Our pH could be thrown off by the littlest things. Your pH could be thrown off from just eating sweets, candies, you know, cakes, any type of pastries. Your pH could be thrown off. And um, a lot of people think that only, you know, you get some infections because, you know, you're having sex. No, sometimes you do get infections like yeast infections. You get that because your your body is... You're, you're putting too much sugar into your body, pretty much. So um, if you eat a lot of junk food, you don't drink water, you don't eat any food, um, fruits, um, you eat a lot of sweets, your pH will definitely be off, okay? So to keep your pH in balance, you have to limit your junk food. Not saying that, oh my God, you can't limit your junk food. You cannot eat... Chinese food every day. You cannot eat McDonald's every day. You cannot eat Burger King every day. You cannot eat pretty much food out on the street every day and expect your pH to be balanced. So, you know, when you see people eating out all the day, luxuries, ah, la, la, whatever, it's like, bitch, I know your pH is off. So, whatever. Anyway, um, you have to drink a lot of water. Drink as much as you can. Drink a lot of water because you know water, it pretty much purifies your body. So, it just keeps your pH intact eat a lot of fruits and you know we have this uh stigma now where you know a female would taste good if she only eats pineapples wrong you just have to be a clean female altogether that's how your vagina tastes good pineapples has nothing to do with your vagina tasting good because you can be eating pineapples but then you're eating drunk food so then your ph is off is is all comes down to your ph being balanced if your ph isn't balanced your vagina would not taste good right or wrong um so again eat lots of fruits limit your sweets that's how you keep your ph in balance and if you want to check your ph ladies there are you know you can buy like the ph strips they sell them in like walgreens rite aid i don't think there's much rite aids around in cvs you can buy that yourself and you will know if your ph is balanced if it's off if it's too low and like i said the way you can balance out your ph just drink a lot of water and limit the junk food limit the sweets limit the candies the pastries all of that limits it keep that ph intact okay we don't want any acidic panadis out out here keep your shit intact um what you can also do um this is like an at-home remedy most doctors will not tell you let 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 me just put this out here a lot of i remember one time on um facebook i wrote something about you know keeping your ph intact and you know your vagina keeping the bacteria keeping the good bacteria intact because we have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria and the bad bacteria is what gives females the infections and what so have you so i remember i was speaking about it and i had a few um you know women some were very um ignorant about their responses and you know i can tell that they depend on pharmaceutical um that that route 
and we all know the pharmaceutical route is just a money route. It's just for doctors to get money, the pharmacies to get money, and what so have you, right? So there are at-home remedies that you can use as opposed to going to the doctor. The doctor, they just give you a, a medication, right? They give you a medication. They give you some type of drug. They give you some type of steroid or what so have you that regulates the, back, back, the bad bacteria and puts more good bacteria but that only lasts for a while and eventually your vagina it will get immune to that type of medication so eventually it won't work so now you will need a stronger dose right and then you need a stronger dose which is more expensive so doctors know what they're doing they 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 tell you not to do at-home remedies because it's not good for you only because they're just trying to bring more money to them they're trying to get more money for their visits they're trying to get more money for the pharmaceutical aspect so they can get some type of portion as well so my best bet is like if you have a really severe std like your vagina has a crazy odor your discharge is like thick color a yellow color greenish color you gotta go to the doctor but if it's like a minor infection as far as like a probably bv or like a yeast infection you can cure that shit at home you can cure it at home. So what I was saying, back to what I was saying with keeping your pH balanced, what some ladies, what you can do, you can insert um, plain Greek yogurt because Greek yogurt is the best yogurt for you to eat and for you to insert. Yogurt pretty much regulates bacteria, right? And it, it, it gives us a lot of good bacteria down there. So it gets rid of the bad bacteria. But like I said, we still need bad bacteria and we need the good bacteria as well. But when it comes to our pH, what some ladies, what you can do um, to just regulate your pH, you can use a tampon and you put your tampon in the Greek yogurt and you insert that tampon that has the Greek yogurt on it. You insert that into your vagina and you sleep with it overnight. And you could do that for probably three to five days and that regulates your pH. Okay, that gets your pH back to the way it's supposed to be. Don't like overdo it. Don't do it for weeks and, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks. Don't do that. And that's only, like I said, if you you feel like your pH is off. And that's why you use the test strips, the pH test strips to figure out if your pH is too low, if it's too high, meaning if it's like too acidic. Um, and you regulate it with the yogurt. That's a basic at-home remedy that doctors, they claim, oh my God, it's not good. Yes, it is. It's good. Stop listening to these doctors because they're all about their fucking money. They give you the same medication over and over, knowing damn well your body is immune to that um, medication. So you need a stronger dose, which is more expensive, which puts more money into their pocket. Start doing your research, ladies, and stop thinking that you have to run to the doctor to put all these um, penicillins into your body because you really don't need to. Once you are... Once you have a balanced diet, you drink a lot of water, you drink your, um, sorry, you drink. Once you drink a lot of water, you eat your fruits, your veggies, um, you have some type of protein, you take your vitamins, you should be good. And there's a lot of fruits out there that you can research that are for a lot of diseases. Don't always depend on the pharmaceutical side. Start going more towards the at-home remedies because the at-home remedies are more effective than the pharmaceutical side. And they at-home remedies, they have no side effects, okay? So um, that's, what, that's that on the pH balance, okay? So um, let's, let's, let's see. Okay, so as far as when, you know, we have sex, right, as females, males too, 
when you have sex after sex you need to make sure you wipe yourself properly ladies we are all adults make sure you are wiping what front to back not back to front we should have all learned that as children right um make sure you wipe properly and make sure you use the bathroom because when you use the bathroom you're getting out all that bacteria that was inserted inside of you from the male right and males you should use the bathroom after you have sex as well and let's be very clear if you have sex right and you decide to go and use the bathroom and you have some type of burning sensation or what so have you that means the person that you were just intimate with they have some type of bacteria some type of infection and wait it out for a few days to see if you do get some type of um discharge or some type of rash or sore or what so have you and you can either take the route of your at-home remedies or you can go to the doctor for males i'm not too sure of any at-home remedies because i don't have a penis clearly i have a vagina so i haven't really researched anything as far as with men all i can say with men is to make sure you clean yourself you can use dental use dental on a wash rag and clean off yourself that kills a lot of bacteria um make sure you use condoms that's like the number one way to just be safe and to prevent stds from being passed and from you getting stds and um also using the bathroom after you have had intercourse and a lot of you should stop sticking your dick in every vagina avoid having anal sex because anal sex is like the number one way for you to get an std an sti you know because anal sex has it's become really popular um a lot of people deny it but a lot of you um are partaking in anal sex but anyway that's another topic (laughs) okay so you know like i said after sex just make sure you wipe properly and you use the bathroom um so i just want to speak about briefly like a few um not a few probably like one or two stds stis i'm not gonna get so into it because i am not a doctor um we all know, like I said, STDs and STIs, some of them are bacteria, some of them are viruses. Some of them could be um, simply they are infections. And the best way to protect yourself from any STD or STI is either to abstain from sex or using condoms. That's it. There's, there's no other way that you can prevent these things. You know what I mean? It's either you abstain from sex or you use condoms, right? And, um, you know, as much as us females and males, we like to have unprotected sex. Yeah, it feels good. But in the same token, if you know you're you're dealing with somebody that possibly may be out there, you're putting yourself at risk for certain things. You know what I mean? Um, so let's speak about HPV. HPV has become it's, it's become really common. Um, HPV is the human papillomas virus. Um, it's pretty much genital warts that you do get. It's definitely a virus that's passed on from a man to a female. Again, like I said, males are the carriers of these diseases, infections, or what so have you. I don't know what it is. Maybe I have to research more as to why are they the carriers and why women aren't. But from what I think and from what I know about vaginas, I think it's because vaginas, they clean themselves. That's why sometimes you don't even, if you are a clean person and you eat clean, you don't even need soap to clean your vagina because vaginas do have a certain scent to them. It's not a stink scent. Anybody, any female knows a vagina has a certain scent to it. But once it becomes a scent where it's unbearable, a very nasty scent, then it's an infection. But you don't need soap. You understand? Like, you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> um, back to HPV. So 
I think if you're below the age of like 25 or 26 or some shit like that, you can actually get a vaccination for it because the shit has become so common among women that um, they've put out a vaccine. You know, and I know some people are definitely against vaccines, but if this is something that could prevent um, HPV, because, you know, HPV, human papillomas virus, it eventually leads to cancer, right? Um, One thing I can say, and not one thing I can say, um, HPV is non-curable. It is not curable. They don't, they, they, I think they give you medication to regulate like the wards, the outbreaks or what so have you, but it's not curable. But I can say this, again, there are always home remedies. There are always the pharmaceutical remedies, right? When you research on HPV, sometimes you may, um, and I believe is. I believe the test is taken through like pap smear, right? The pap smear. Like your pap smear can come back normal, but you can test positive for HPV. You know, your pap smear can come back abnormal and test negative for HPV. It is really tricky, right? But with HPV, how you regulate it, you have to limit your unprotected, having unprotected sex. Stop having unprotected sex because HPV, you would never really know where, who you got it from, especially if you had sex with, you know, several partners. We're all adults. So with um, HPV, like I was saying, limit the way you have sex. Try not to have unprotected sex, right? Um, Start changing your diet. Start eating more foods that are... um, what are these foods? These are like the greens, like spinach, broccoli. I forgot what they're rich in. Those type of foods, they kind of like, um, they eat away that bacteria of the HPV. And like I said, once you start changing your diet, once you start changing your lifestyle as far as with the way you have sex, the HPV virus, it could go away on its own. But that's, again, if you're trying to, that's, again, if you've been tested positive for HPV and you don't want to take the pharmaceutical route, you can do... Change your lifestyle, change how you're having sex, change your diet. And when you test again for your HPV, your HPV may no longer be there. Okay, so that's something that some ladies you could research on. Um, as far as with males, because males are definitely the carrier of HPV, I am not too sure as to um, what type of infection you guys have. Maybe it is an HPV infection, but there is, again, it's non curable and maybe it's not detected. I, you know what's so funny? Speaking of, you know, things being detected through a male, how do males even get an STD test? What do they stick like a swab in your penis hole? If any males listening, let me know. Like, because I'm so curious with that. Like, what do they test your semen or whatever? Um, I guess. <laughs> with that. Um, so that's that on HPV. Um, just putting it out there with the STDs and STIs. Um, you know, like with the symptoms, we all, we all are adults. We know when something is off with our pH. We know when something, um, our discharge is, something is off because females do have a natural discharge. You have a natural discharge that is like clearish. Every female has a natural discharge. If you don't, if you're very dry, I really don't know what to say, but Symptoms of these STDs and STIs, you know, they are like bumps. If you get like bumps around your mouth, bumps around your anus, 
your your private parts, your penis, your vagina. Um, you get sores because some bumps do turn into sores, like open sores that um, cannot be closed. Cold sores, let's be very clear. Cold sores, we all... Okay, let's get into this. <laughs> when it comes to herpes, right? Herpes is similar to cold sores. Everybody has that in their body. It just takes a special type of, I'm saying a special because maybe I'm using the wrong term, but when it comes to like herpes and cold sores, what's of you, they're pretty much the same. It's just that cold sores are, they come from like licking around your lips or if your lips are too trapped, chapped or what so have you, that's how you can get cold sores. Um, when it comes to herpes, herpes are very similar, sim- similar to cold sores, but, um, They are very contagious. So say like if somebody has an open sore, it's best for you to stay away from them because that's like, it's contagious, you know? Um, when it's, especially if it's like an open sore that's not closing, you should stay away from that person. Not saying like, oh my God, you have the heebie-jeebies. No, it's just because it's contagious. And all of us, like I said, we have that, um, I think we have that strength inside of us where, um, we all have like the herpes or colds. It's something I, I can't remember what it was. It's something that I learned in school years ago. Um, that we all have it, but if you get infected, that's when the outbreaks take place. You know, so if you could avoid, you know, being around somebody that has open colds or whatever, avoid it. And you know, herpes is one of those STDs that are non-curable. You have your outbreaks, and the only way you really have outbreaks is if you're really sexually active. Herpes is another thing that you can, um, it's not an ad, I haven't seen any at home remedies for herpes. Um, the best thing is to, um, change your lifestyle as far as when it comes to sex, you know, um, and if you have outbreaks, you shouldn't definitely not be having sex. And most people, you know, have outbreaks because they're stressed out or they're continuously keeping up with that toxic lifestyle with having sex, unprotected sex or what so have you. And herpes look like what? Sores, blisters, or what so have you on your private parts or on on or inside of your mouth mouth uh, enough of that <laughs> um the other symptoms of any std stis like redness around your um private part areas swelling some people some guys think because they you know beat up your pussy like your pussy's supposed to be swollen no if my pussy is swollen after we had sex it's because you have some type of infection just putting it out there ladies um again your discharge if your discharge changes into like a thick yellowishy greenishy color grayish color std sti um painful if if when you urinate it's painful and i did speak about that um earlier on this episode um after you have sex if it's painful you know you've been exposed to something um and that's for males and females um you get like a burning sensation or what so have you you've been exposed to something um what else stds and stis they are passed through blood semen vaginal fluids you know that um and infected skin so infected penis the skin you know is infected um and women inside of our vaginas could be infected as well i can say with men so this is what i want to say with men this is like kind of like straying not really straying but it does intertwine with what i am speaking on um men that did not get circumcised when they were children try to get circumcised as you're when you're an adult because that that foreskin that you have it holds a lot of bacteria so if you can get circumcised as an adult i highly recommend that because that can save you from 
the buildup of bacteria and passing on any type of STD and STI. Just putting that out there for my male listeners. And ladies, if you do have a, a boyfriend that has a pig in a banquet, pig in a banquet, that's what I call it. I call penises that are not circumcised pigs in a banquet blanket because that's how they look. Tell them to get their shit circumcised. Let's avoid the bacteria. Let's avoid the STDs, STIs, what so have you. Um, and pretty much the the last thing is the STDs, STIs, you only get them by having sex with someone who has an infection. You know, so they just don't like come out. Obviously, you get them because someone that you slept with has an infection. If you know that you're only sleeping with one person, it's not hard to tell who you've, who you've gotten that infection from. Right. So the next one that I, I really wanted to speak on, um, you know, it's very common, very common is BV, bacterial vaginosis, baby. <laughs> Ooh. So um, bacterial vaginosis, I don't even know when that shit even came about. I think that's like a new infection, to be honest, because when I was in high school and junior high school, I've never heard of BV. I've never heard of BV until like as an adult. So I think it may be one of those infections, viruses that are like new, but they are very curable. And it's, you you can definitely do at home remedies that I would, you know, tell some of you ladies about. There's some at home remedies that you can do to um, prevent it as well as um, get rid of it. But um, one thing about BV, once you're exposed to it, it is very easy for your vagina to pick up on that bacteria again. You understand? So BV, it is an STI, STI, um, sexually transmitted infection, again, passed on from a male. Um, most, most common way that females do get BV is by, um, you know, the guy that you're dealing with. You guys have sex all of a sudden, your, your discharge is changing. It's a different color. It has a weird smell to it. So your, your first thing is like, okay, this nigga gave me an STD. But no, he probably gave me an STI. Now, if you know that you've been having sex with this person for a long time and nothing has happened and now all of a sudden it has, it's because that person you are intimate with has decided to step out of your relationship or whatever situation, whatever you're in. And they decided to come back to you and now you have BV, right? So your vagina can pick up when something is wrong. Your vagina can pick up when... That penis that has usually only been in your vagina, or so you think, your your vagina can pick up when that penis has been elsewhere. You understand? So now that there's some type of infection on that penis that's coming inside of your vagina, it's going to throw off your entire pH and giving you BV. Right? So again, like I said, after you have sex, make sure you use the bathroom, you, you wipe yourself properly. Now, BV, you would notice a difference with um, your discharge immediately, within a couple of days after you've had sexual contact. Now, BV, you know, most doctors, they either give you like some type of pill or they give you a cream. Again, that's the pharmaceutical approach where, like I told you, once you've been exposed to BV, it is very easy for you to get BV over and over and over and over again, especially if you're still sleeping with that same partner. And ladies too, you're not exempt. If you're out there sleeping with multiple men, you will definitely pick up on BV. You would definitely pick on on some type of STD, STD or STI. Let's be very clear on that because I don't want men to think that I'm just blaming them for everything. No, because there's some of you women where you are loosey-goosey and, you know, 
you're all over the place. So, of course, you will pick up on some type of STD and STI, right? So, um, what was I saying? Shit. <laughs> um, when it comes to BV, right? You're... I would say the pharmaceutical approach and then the at-home remedy approach. So when it comes to bacteria, right, it becomes immune to the medication. And, you know, I did state that. Bacteria becomes immune to the medication. So either you need to abstain from the sex or you need to change your partner, right? Or you just need to use condoms. And honestly, I think that you can actually get BV from still using condoms as well. I'm not too sure of that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody let me know if I'm wrong. Um... With BV, right? Like I said, they the doctor either gives you the pills or they give you the cream. Eventually, your, your, the bacteria will get immune to it. So you're going to keep having to come back to the doctor for the same thing. You know how much money the doctor's getting? You know how much pharmaceutical companies are getting from your insurance because you keep going back for the same exact thing? And eventually, I believe your insurance doesn't pay for it because you keep getting it, right? So, ladies... Ladies, 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 ladies. When it comes to BV, I am going to give you a few tips. Okay. Um, I can speak from experience. You know, like I said, I am very open. I cannot speak on something that I don't have experience on. So when it comes to BV, um, I have had BV a few times. And, you know, I knew where I got it from. I had it. I got it from my ex-boyfriend who was clearly loosey-goosey. He was a hoe. Okay, he was out there. And, um, you know, like I said, your vagina picks up when you, when that penis that you're used to, it picks up, your vagina picks up that that penis has been elsewhere, right? So whatever bacteria was in that female is now going to be inside of you. And obviously, for you to get an infection, the bacteria wasn't clean. It wasn't good bacteria. It was bad bacteria, right? So... And another one, one thing I can say, even though the male, the male, they give you the bacteria vaginosis, it's not detected in a male. It's not. So they can go and get like a test for it. It won't be detected in them. It's just that their semen is, um, their semen is infected. Their, their skin on their penis is infected as well. And, you know, they're not cleaning themselves properly and they're coming inside of you raw and those off your pH, you get BV. So now let's get into the BV. Now, BV, like I said, once you are exposed to it, it's going to be very easy for that shit to keep coming back. It's going to keep coming back. So you have to learn how to regulate it. So at first, you know, you you go to the doctor, you keep going to the doctor to get these medications. So my approach with BV, um, you can take baths with tea tree oil. You can put a couple of drops of tea tree oil in a bath sit in there like a sits bath a sits bath is basically you know the water is probably about um two to three inches you sit in there for a couple of minutes you know you just soak yourself that kills off bacteria tea tree tree oil kills off bacteria so sitting in a bath with tea tree oil ladies can help kill off that bad bacteria from the bv and as well as prevent it right another thing that you can um do for bv like i stated before is with the yogurt you can insert um you can put the greek yogurt on a tampon and insert it to your vagina now when you're trying to get rid of your bv you're going to do that for about seven days 
that's pretty much equivalent to the meta the the cream that the doctor will will prescribe so you can use the greek yogurt insert that into your vagina for like seven days straight and you will see a difference your ph will be back in balance and the bv will actually be gone as well and you taste better too (laughs) um Another thing that I discovered on my own, and I actually um, gave it to like a few of my homegirls because you know I, I'm all for sharing and what what so have you. So there is a um, a powder. It's called boric, boric B as in boy, O R I C as in cat, boric acid. Okay. Now you can pretty much make your own capsules of boric acid. Okay, you can get the empty capsules. You can get them in any vitamin shop, any like Whole Foods or whatsoever. You can get those and you can get the boric acid. Boric acid, you can actually get that even online or you can get it in like CVS or whatsoever. You get that, right? And you make your own capsules. Now, after you have sex, insert that capsule. Kills all that bacteria immediately. Now, if you happen to not have to put the capsule in after you had sex and you do notice a change in your discharge insert those capsules and you can insert insert those capsules for um i would say three to seven days and the bv will be completely gone right now let's be very clear like i said bv it is very easy for it to come back but if you stop having unprotected sex and stop having sex with that person where you know you contracted that bv from you wouldn't have to worry about it okay so boric acid capsules which you can make for yourself i see a lot of people are selling them but to be honest you can make them yourself because i'm pretty sure they make them themselves as well it balances your ph and it also gets rid of bv Okay, so the tea tree, um, the tea tree oil bath is like a sitz bath um, and inserting Greek yogurt into your vagina and then with the boric acid capsules. Those are three things that I can say if you have experienced BV repeatedly, get into that. You do not have to go to the doctor. Like I said, the only way you should go to the doctor is if you have like a crazy discharge that is like cottage cheese, it's thick yellowish greenish grayish go to the doctor but if it's you know that it's bv because any female that has had bv once before if it comes back you know it's bv and you can get rid of it immediately with especially with the boric acid capsules inserted into your vagina and you know the best the best time to insert anything into your vagina is overnight because it works good your body is at rest it works well and you know, obviously, it is some type of leakage that does come out. So, you know, you should wear um, panty liners when you do insert it. Um, and like I said, overnight, insert it overnight. Don't do it throughout the day because nobody wants like an extra discharge throughout the day. So, um, and that's that with the BV. That was the main one that BV was like the main STI that I wanted to speak on today because I know a lot of women do experience bacterial vaginosis some of some women are very unsure of where they get it from they're they're not understanding why they keep getting it but bottom line is you get the bv from the dude that you're fucking straight up and if you continue to fuck him you're gonna continue to get bv that's all that is if you're getting bv from a guy it's because he's not only sleeping with you i'm sorry to tell you ladies like i'm being straight up and a doctor would tell you that as well bv you get it from your partner 
If you keep getting BV, it's because your partner keeps giving it to you. You know, so that is definitely a sexually transmitted, a very common sexually transmitted infection, STI, that um, a lot of women, they deal with. A lot of women don't know how to get rid of it. They don't know how to prevent it or what so have you. But I did give you some tips. So again, ladies, the tea tree oil bath, the yogurt on a tampon, inserting it into your um, vagina, and the boric abs- boric acid capsules that you can make yourself, you can insert that into your vagina as well. You will be you'll be happy that you don't even have to go to the doctor, you know? Um, one thing I can say, you know, to kind of wrap up this entire episode, when it comes to STDs and STIs, if you know that you, um, you know, you aren't too sure of your partner and how many others they are sleeping with, just make sure you get tested. Make sure you get tested for HIV, especially you get tested for every STD and HIV and um, every STD out there, especially like syphilis, gonorrhea. Syphilis, I believe, is like a blood test. HIV is a blood test. You do um, any other STD, I believe, it's just um, you know the swab, the swabbing of your vagina. Get it done. And if and don't don't ever be afraid to tell your partner like, yo, I think you should go get tested too. You know what I mean? Like anybody that has a problem with going to the doctor or going to get tested just know that that's somebody that you should not be having sex with you know what i mean any guy that you want to take serious and you feel like listen i'm opening up my legs to you i'm clean i want you to be clean as well so i think that we should both get tested do that okay so this this was a um a very interesting episode um as usual (laughs) very interesting episode i just wanted some people to get a little bit of knowledge and some um tips on how to prevent and how to get rid of especially sti sti um bv um oh you know what there was another sti that i didn't really speak on trichonomius trichonomius um it's an, it's, an, it's an infection it's very common as well but that is something that you <sighs> trichonomius is very tricky it's like you know trick you could come you can often mistake trichonomius for bv so sometimes you know sometimes you may you you can't really depend on your at-home remedies unless you for sure know that's what it is you know so sometimes if you feel like you know what i'm not too sure you know how you would know that you're that it is trichonomius BV, once you use like those capsules, the yogurt or the tea tree, it would clear up. If it's not clearing up, it's because you do have an STD that you do need to go to the doctor for. So that's what I can say about the trichonomius and, um, you know, that STI, STD and the home remedies. And if the home remedies aren't working, then you would have to, you know, unfortunately go to the doctor to see what's going on with you. I can say that. I am not a doctor. I am not a um, GYN. I am none of those. I'm just giving um, at-home remedies that some women can use and they should, you know, take into consideration for themselves, you know? And like I said, ladies, ladies and gents, please don't forget. Please don't be ashamed to get tested. Have your partner tested. You know, go to the doctor. It's, it's 12 months out of the year. I, I would say you should go to the GYN or the male doctor. You should go three to four times a year. 
especially if you're a person that is, you know, you're sexually active. Never be ashamed to go. Make sure your health is intact. Make sure your vagina is intact. Make sure your penis is intact. Everything. So, um, that is my episode nine, the vagina monologues. I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, I enjoyed speaking about some of these things. And until next time, thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Pope Buse Den. Toodles.